Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the waitlist before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the waitlist right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to part two of my Q&A. So if you haven't listened to part one, Basically, what I'm doing over the next couple episodes on my podcast is I'm answering some of your popular top questions all about manifestation in celebration of my launch of my new program called The Manifestation Babe Academy, which I, as I mentioned in part one, I've been so, so, so deep in the creation mode of it, and I'm super proud of this program, and it's just... It's just so exciting. And I'm also currently promoting my free five-day workshop that will lead into that launch, which you can sign up at manifestationbabe.com slash workshop, where you will learn how to make manifestation second nature, where I will show you how to overcome the things that are holding you back from receiving what you want and really hone in on your natural manifesting abilities. It is going to be so freaking good. I'm also going to drop the wait list to the new Manifestation Babe Academy in the show notes as well. I don't remember the, the link off the top of my head, but we're going to get it into the show notes. So with that being said, let's dive into part two of this fun Q&A series. So I'm going to go ahead and shout out every single person who answered the question, and they will also be linked. Their Instagram handles will be linked in the show notes as well in case you want to say, hey, I loved your question on the Manifestation Bay podcast. Thank you so much for asking it. All right. So the first question, let's just dive right in, is from Alex Lay J. I think that's how you pronounce it. Alex, L-E-I-G-H, and then J. 
Hi, love your podcast. Yay. Well, you're going to hear yourself. You're going to hear your question on here. So that's awesome. There's a lot of manifestation guidelines that I see pop up on my TikTok. (laughs) I freaking love TikTok, by the way. It's like my new favorite app, Um, which says using certain phrases can stop your manifestations like I want or I will or I have. But some of those seem like they would be good to use like I will because you're claiming what will be good for you in the future, but could it really be a block? There's others I've been, um, there's others I've seen that I can't recall at the moment, but let me know what you think. Thanks so much. Okay. Quick sip of water. My matcha that I have in front of me is like making my mouth so dry. All right. Alex, 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 Alex. Okay. Love your question. And here's the thing. (laughs) The good old manifestation guidelines from the internet created by people of the internet, you know, some are really, really good because there's people out there who genuinely know, like who embody and have that wisdom behind what they're talking about. And some people are just regurgitating something that they've heard from other places and don't really know why they're sharing what they're sharing. And it's actually out of my own personal frustration of it when I started my manifestation journey of how like some advice was just really bad advice and some advice was just really good advice and coming across certain misinformation or just confusion out there that actually led me to creating my academy so that I can help people release this confusion once and for all. So to answer your question, this advice is actually really good, except for one of the phrases. Okay. So here's the thing. The reason why you don't want to say I want or I will, like I want $10,000 or I will have $10,000 as your intention when you are declaring something out loud or, you know, in your journal or in your head or having a conversation with the universe. The reason why you don't want to do that is because, you know, you're always creating from the present moment. And what you claim to have right now in your mind you will hold in your hand in the future. Again, I'm going to repeat that. When you claim whatever you claim to have right now in your mind is what you will hold in your hand in the future. So you're always creating from the present moment, even though you are declaring that something happens in your future, right? When you say, I want, or when you say, I will, like I want $10,000 or I will have $10,000. The reason why you don't say it is because you're always creating from the present moment. And when you, um, When you say these phrases, you're leaving your desire forever in the future. So you will keep creating a reality of someday having the desire or constantly wanting the desire. So even though time has passed, you're still in the vibration of I want. So guess what? You're going to attract more wanting or I will. You're going to attract more of I will. It's always going to live in the future. When you say I have, and this is where I disagree because this is how I do it, I have, it's a present moment phrase, right? You are already creating the reality where you already have, which is where you do want to put your energy, focus, and attention. So I have $10,000. Thank you for the $10,000. In fact, that is probably the queen of all ways of setting intentions with the universe is saying thank you for Um, Thank you for my $10,000. I'm so happy and grateful that I now have $10,000. Thank you for my amazing husband. I am so happy and grateful that I'm now married to my soulmate. Um, Thank you so much for my dream penthouse apartment in, I don't know, Los Angeles. I am so happy and grateful now that I'm living in this incredible penthouse apartment or whatever you want to say, whatever you want to manifest. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. The next question comes from at 
Netta underscore H E. Hey, he, Netta, he. Um, again, it's at Netta underscore H E. So your question is, and thank you for asking your question, is when manifesting, how do you stay in that moment of believing and feeling that you have what you're manifesting? My thoughts often waver, either feeling, thinking what I want is impossible, or I can't simply get into the moment of believing what I want is coming. So Netta, what you just shared that I've seen many, many, many of my students also share before in the past, you know, before coming into my academies or before coming into my other courses, this is why I absolutely love doing hypnosis. Because here's the thing, you reprogram your mind in what's called the theta wavelength, which is where your brain wave activity is in when you're in trance or also known as hypnosis. And this is also where your brain wavelength is before you fall asleep and right after you wake up. So that's when your mind is in the most malleable, malleable, <laughs> malleable and repro- reprogrammable phase. Okay. It's in something called the theta wavelength. Now, a lot of people try to reprogram themselves in the beta wavelength, which beta is full awareness, which is why thinking your way to richness or thinking your way to your desires does not work is because thinking is a beta wavelength. It is a conscious mind activity. Okay. Now it can work with enough repetition, which is why I'm also a big fan of repetition. If your subconscious mind hears something enough times, it goes, all right, fuck, just stop repeating it. Okay. I got it. And it will literally take it in. Be like, okay, this must be the truth. I mean, you've said it 300 times, you know, okay, I got it. I got it. And so it's going to take it in. It's going to absorb it in. So yes, repetition works, but it's just going to take a much longer time. Now I like to combine both hypnosis and repetition, of course, but one of the fastest and easiest ways to do this is to have a regular hypnosis practice. And I just have a self-hypnosis practice or I record audios similar to how I record them for my students. I record them for myself and I do my own hypnosis. Now, the alpha wavelength is also cool, which is where your brain waves are when you're in meditation. But again, theta is coene. So this is also the wavelength, just to give you guys some context, of um, that your brain is in when you're daydreaming. So when you're daydreaming and you're kind of spaced out and you're having a good time and you lose that concept of time, that's the key. There's like no time in theta wavelength. There's no time in the subconscious. So whenever you're like staring out the window and you're just daydreaming about your life and you lose that conscious awareness of where you currently are, how you're sitting in the room, right? Maybe the teacher is talking or you're listening to something and you just fucking space out completely. You just you just leave your body and you're in the universe. That is theta wavelength. And in that place where you're barely conscious and fully topped into the subconscious mind is where you can give yourself visual or verbal commands representing what you want your reality to look and feel like. Okay. So this is where in hypnosis, I will either give myself verbal commands through the recordings, or if I'm conscious enough, I will tell myself affirmations in this state. I'm capable of doing that. Sometimes you need assistance. You need someone else to give you the commands because you're just, you know, barely conscious. Or if you've done this with enough times, I can both be in the theta of wavelength and also kind of talk to myself at the same time and visualize at the same time. Uh, take some practice, but you can get there. 
And I really like to do what I what I call giving yourself visual commands. So I will literally use this time to visualize what I want. And through this place, when you've done this enough times in trance, your subconscious mind can automatically drop the feelings and beliefs associated with your desired reality. So when you're going about your daily life, it's actually much easier for you to tap in because again, this is happening on a subconscious level and your reality, what you're creating, what you're putting out into your reality is coming 95% of the time from your subconscious mind. Okay. So then eventually this becomes an automatic process on autopilot. So what I personally love to do, as I just mentioned, I love to go into hypnosis. I love to rehearse my desired reality in that state. And then when I'm going about my life, I just like, I know it's mine. I already know it's mine. And it's so easy for me to tap into those feelings and those beliefs and really live out that reality when I'm just like chilling or when I would have when I want to bring it to mind or if I'm in meditation is because I've done this enough in trance to where my subconscious mind already knows that it's real. Because again, your mind doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. It thinks that this is an experience that's already happened. And all that needs to get done is your reality needs to catch up to it. That's all that needs to be done. Your reality just needs to catch up to your subconscious beliefs. And this is primarily why my academy always comes with hypnosis because I'm a big, big fan of it. Literally, anytime someone's having trouble with something, I'm like, have you tried hypnosis for it? And they're like, what is hypnosis? And then I'm like, here you go. And they're like, wow, this is amazing. And it's truly life-changing stuff. I've been doing hypnosis since like 2017, so for the last four years. And actually, I didn't even know I was doing hypnosis, but even back in college, I bought this program from someone for something. I forgot what it was, something like associated with school and memory. And what it was now now that I look back was it was just hypnosis. It was just recordings and audios that I would listen to. And they said, listen to these before bed um, because they're going to be more effective. Of course, theta wavelength is most active right before you fall asleep. And so, of course, whatever program I was doing obviously helped me because I remember being like feeling like magic. But now I understand that what I was doing was hypnosis back in the day. Okay, I love this next question. And I thank you so much for asking it. So I have a question from someone whose Instagram handle is at random with three M's girl, girl with three L's. So random girl with three M's and three L's. So You ask, this may seem like a dark, weird question, but here it goes. I have wondered how some people who are on a specific path and are really focused on and positive about what they want can then manifest something terrible out of left field. An example, a college student dreaming of a specific career in life that they're working towards and suddenly they get murdered by Ted Bundy or they become ill with a deadly disease, etc., Sorry if this is a depressing question, LOL, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. As as most things about manifestation make so much sense to me, except situations like these. And you know what, random girl? (laughs) They used to not make sense to me either until I figured out a way that I could explain it to myself. And I'm going to share this in a way that I see this. Again, this is my viewpoint. I just want to reiterate that this does not mean that this is the way that it is for everyone and everyone sees it this way. This is how I just see the world. And this has helped me a lot with understanding how can manifestation play out with these kinds of instances where we are not victim blaming. 
right? Where we're not making people feel bad for attracting certain things into their life, especially when they make absolutely no sense. It's like, why do bad things happen to good people? Okay. So I just want to thank you for asking this question and not being afraid to do so. And I just want to let you know, my my students ask me all sorts of questions and they literally do not hold back and I'm so used to it. So, and they, and you know, they don't, and I don't shy away from answering them. Even if I don't have a crystal clear answer for you, sometimes I'm like, I literally, don't know. That's such a great question. Maybe I can ask my shaman. Um, But I just want to let you know that I truly appreciate it. So here's the thing. Here's how I see this. Again, this is my viewpoint. I believe that we sign sacred contracts before we are born. Okay. So literally before we're born, our souls and the universe and the key players of our next lifetime all sit down and plan out the biggest lessons that we want to learn in our new lives. Um, so the biggest lessons, the biggest biggest themes, how, where, and to which family we are born, right? So where, where are we born? How are we born? Which family are we born to? And how slash when we pass on to the next life after completing our lessons. So basically, you know, how am I going to die? And when am I going to die? And where am I going to die? Those are all part of these sacred contracts. This is not something that we manifest, okay? This is not something that we are choosing in this lifetime. This is something that we are choosing before we are born. Now, where does manifestation play in, right? The conscious manifestation that I'm teaching of like, you get to create your own reality, right? If this is part of your sacred contract, you know, do we actually have choice in the in the world that we create? Absolutely. Because between those plans, we have something called free will where we can choose to learn these lessons the easy way, you know, the lessons that we're here to learn. We can choose to learn them the hard way, and we can choose the kind of reality that we want to create once we gain the ability to become conscious manifestors after the age of seven-ish. So just to expand on that, P.S., kiddos, a lot of people ask me how kids manifest, you know, their circumstances. Kiddos are manifestors at such a young age, especially of their environment, because they're walking subconscious minds. They don't have a conscious mind. They don't have conscious choice. They don't yet have free will. They are wide open, just sponges to everything around them. So whoever is raising them and the kind of energy that they're raised in is what's determining the kind of frequency that they're putting out. Right. So when kids are raised in less than desired circumstances, that kind of sets the stage for what they attract as children. However, when children attract something that's less than desirable, like maybe something horrific, like for instance, I grew up in an abusive household and I know you might be like, well, Catherine, it feels kind of wrong to say like, oh, I attracted that as a child. Well, here's the thing. I chose that before I incarnated into this planet into this lifetime to choose these parents and to choose, you know, I grew up in poverty um, after we immigrated to the U.S. So between the ages of like one and seven, we had very, very, very little money. I was raised basically um, with a mom who was on welfare and my dad was working two dishwasher jobs and literally a one-bedroom apartment, abusive household, all this stuff. And the way I look at it is that I chose that childhood because this is the environment in which I was supposed to learn many of the lessons that I came here to learn. And then once I developed the ability to become a conscious manifester, then it was up to me to then 
build upon what I've already learned and choose whatever new reality that I want to create based off of those teachings, if that makes sense. I'm going to expand a little bit more about that, but really, really quick, I just want to share, you know, death. A lot of people ask me about death. I don't believe that death is something that's manifested consciously. I believe that just like your birth and just like some of the big sacred lessons that you're here to learn, that's also a sacred contract that's being fulfilled. This is why I'm personally never afraid of intending on manifesting money and receiving that money through an inheritance. I know a lot of people have that fear of like, oh my God, I set out to manifest a hundred grand and someone in my family died and then I got the hundred grand. Did I just manifest their death? No, you're not that powerful. That's not up to you. You did not cause their death. They chose their death before they came here. And, you know, I know that even if you do receive the money through that way, your intention did not cause their death. It was always their sacred contract, and that was just a channel that the money synchronistically had a chance to flow through. So it just so happened that you had the intention of manifesting a hundred grand and that there was an inheritance attached to this person for a hundred grand. Their death came at a certain time, and it just so synchronistically money went, Oh, here's a channel. I got to go to somewhere, uh, someone. I got to go somewhere. I am no longer attached to this person, attached to this soul. This soul left me behind. And so I'm going to go to the person which is intending me to flow to them, flow through them. Okay. So when it comes to like illness or other left field experiences, as you shared, or even like childhood examples, this can be part of the sacred contract as well, where you are here to learn something from these events to help you in your personal evolution. I am so grateful for the experiences that I had, especially as a child, because they taught me the strength and all everything that I need in order to be able to create whatever reality that I want to create as an adult. It's just taught me so much. It's helped me evolve so much. It's taught me forgiveness. It's taught me compassion. It's grown my heart in tremendous proportions, which of course has helped me become a really good manifester, a really good heart-centered manifester. And so you might be here to heal generational trauma or ancestral trauma or even past life trauma. So it came up in your life to be healed, right? Some of the things that you, the left field things that you might manifest, perhaps you came to this lifetime to heal those things. And so that's why they came up. They might run through your generation. They might run through your ancestors. Maybe your ancestors handed you this experience so that you can finally heal it. Or maybe in a past life, you didn't quite tie the ends together with something. And so you came here to kind of tie those ends finally. And so it came up in your life to be healed and you have the free will to heal. So now you have that free will. This is where free will comes in and conscious manifesting to heal. And the free will to learn the big lessons you came here to learn and integrate them so that they don't ever repeat themselves in your lineage or in your future lives. And then when it's time for you to pass on into the next lifetime, you have another sacred contract. You're like, okay, I learned that lesson. Thank God. Don't have to repeat it. My generation doesn't have to repeat it. My lineage doesn't have to repeat it. No one has to repeat it. I don't have to repeat it in a future life. Thank God for that experience. So I hope that answered your question because for the longest time, I would always think about this and be like, hmm, and here's the problem. 
Here's a problem with only believing in the law of attraction, right? If you only think that the law of attraction exists, which most people do, oftentimes people shut down this concept of manifestation. They shut themselves down from a lot of uh, magic that they're capable of experiencing is because they can't rationalize how a an innocent child could attract, you know, a horrific, you know, something, a horrific event into their life simply because they didn't believe enough, right? Or they weren't positive enough as kids or whatever it is, right? So I just, I never sat with that. It never sat right with me. And so I had to figure out, you know, through this evolution that I've gone through with learning and downloading information about the other laws that are in effect and bringing in a very spiritual perspective, because some things only make sense through a spiritual perspective, honestly. And through all of these perspectives tied together, I'm like, you know what? This is how it makes sense. And this is how I can be at peace with it, right? This is how I can understand that still, even these insur- even in these circumstances, the universe is still working with us and for us in our favor, even if our perspective, our limited perspective says, but that's such a horrible thing. That is just unimaginable. That shouldn't happen. But we don't know how this plays out in the bigger balance of things. We don't know how that thing happening could, act- could actually have brought balance to that soul from a previous lifetime. Right. We have no idea how that thing that happened to that child, how that's actually going to help them in their adulthood. And they're actually going to make the world a better place because that thing happened to them. And they're going to shift the karma, not only for themselves, but also other people, because other people can then learn from them and learn from their strength and learn from whatever it is that they learned because of that experience. There's just so much more when you zoom out and look at the bigger picture. So that's what I did. And I had to learn to zoom out and look at the bigger picture. All right. So I hope this these three questions um, have helped you today for anyone listening. And for those of you who asked the question, I hope the answer helped you. Thank you so much for asking your questions. That concludes part two of this Q&A series. Again, I am planning on part three. I'm planning on part four. Um, maybe part five, maybe part six. I don't know. We will see. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, if you guys have not signed up for the workshop yet, it's manifestationbabe.com slash workshop. And then to get on the wait list for the Manifestation Babe Academy, the new big program that I'm doing that's 16 weeks long and it's going to be amazing. I will have in the show notes. All right. Love you guys so freaking much. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.